What's going on, sports addicts? Welcome back to the Confessions of a Sports Addict podcast. And today what we'll be doing is the NFC North Divisional Preview. In the NFC North is the Chicago Bears, Green Bay Packers, Minnesota Vikings, and Detroit Lions. And what we do in these videos is we discuss the additions and departures, how they rank offensively, defensively. We give a take on each team, and we kind of rank them at the end of the video Mm -hmm. as far as where they will finish in their division. So what we'll do first is get into the additions and departures of the Chicago Bears. Yeah, so this offseason, the Chicago Bears were able to add Haha Clinton Dix, Cordero Patterson, Buster Screen, and Mike Davis, while they lost Adrian Amos, Jordan Howard, and Bryce Callahan. Honestly, what I see here is that they added guys to fill the void of the guys that they lost. Mm -hmm. I do believe they got a running back in the draft who will be able to take over for Jordan Howard. So that'll be interesting to see how that plays out, especially because they feature uh, Cohen, Mm -hmm. you know, especially in this new Nagy system. When you take a look at them offensively and defensively, it's funny because their offensive ranked 21st when they do kind of have one of the more innovative offenses in the league. But I think it's more depend upon can they get the run game going and well, how will Mitchell Trubisky, you know, perform? He kind of does miss easy throws. His accuracy needs to improve and he needs to get his reads down quicker. Defensively, they were ranked third. Obviously, they were like the most elite team in the NFL. They can generate pressure, force turnovers, but they did lose Vic Fangio. Yeah, um, they brought in, um, what's his name? The defense, Chuck Pagano. Yeah, Chuck Pagano. Um, He's going to be the new defense coordinator in Chicago. I don't really think that that defense will really miss a step or anything like that. Yeah, I think they're just Um, too talented for that to happen. Yeah, and... From what I've heard, it sounds like uh, Matt Nagy saying that Trubisky is getting better at reading defenses, so that's that should hopefully help um, quicken up his time for making decisions and whatnot. Yeah, I think it's just more about anticipation, you know, mm-hmm. throwing with anticipation of the route getting open than anything for Trubisky. Taking a look at the Green Bay Packers and the historic franchise that they are, who did they add and lose? Um, this offseason, they definitely bolstered the pass rush. They added Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith. Um, while adding Adrian Amos from the Bears um, in the secondary, and they lost Rashad Breland, Randall Cobb, Clay Matthews, and Nick Perry. Yeah, I mean, so I think that Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith are kind of like older players, so they might have paid extra for them, but they did kind of need that pass rush. And, well, Zadarius isn't really that old, but I'm just not sure his production matches what his contract is. It was nice for Adrian Amos to be stolen from the division rival Chicago Bears. Obviously, you can give them a little insight on like what their defensive philosophy is, even though it might change. They kind of have like the same like mindset. Mm-hmm. And I think that they really just kind of got rid of some older aging players who really weren't producing that much in their system, right? I mean, they might go other places and produce, but I thought you know where they stand was pretty good. Mm-hmm. When you take a look at them offensively, they ranked 12th, and defensively, they ranked 18th in the NFL. So I kind of appreciate, you know, Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. It'll be interesting to see, you know, what can he do with Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones and that offense with Matt LaFleur. And defensively, can they get better in Mike Pettin's system? Yeah, I I think they'll definitely be able to get better. I mean, clearly what they had just was not working, and they were like putting out the same thing on defense year in and year out. I I think that they've had a couple of bad decisions in terms of like secondary guys that they've let go, like Demarius Randall now with the Browns, who's a pretty good player. Yep. Casey Hayward, he was a great player for the Chargers. Yep. Um, 
you know, they let Tremont Williams go, but now he's back and he's really old. Yeah. And the other one is is Haha Clinton Dix. Now he's yeah. playing for the Bears and even Micah Hyde for the Bills. Yeah, like so. I, I just I don't know what they do in the secondary. It and it seems like and they've had some of the most interceptions, you know, over in like the, the last, last ten, 10 years. years. Yeah, so I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens there in Green Bay. Taking a look at the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, this offseason, they didn't really um, add much. Um, they did through the draft, but and they lost a lot of guys in terms of free agency. So they were able to sign Josh Klein. They brought back Anthony Barr after his like five minutes with the Jets. And then they drafted Frank Ragnow and Irv Smith. So they're definitely trying to get better up front and another athletic tight end. And then they lost Sheldon Richardson, Latavius Murray, Andrew Sandejo, and George Iloka. Yeah, so I mean, like in my first impressions looking at this list, Obviously, Anthony Barr almost did go to the Jets, but he kind of had like a homesickness and he kind of wanted to he had unfinished business in Minnesota. Frank Ragnow is going to help that offensive line that was very poor last year. And then Irv Smith might eventually take over for Kyle Rudolph. I mean, I know he just signed that extension, but he's a very good player. You know, I think he'll be very similar to O.J. Howard, who also came out of Alabama Mm -hmm. defensively. Obviously, Sheldon Richardson's a big body in the middle of the defense who's good against the run and a decent pass rusher, Latavius Murray. I mean, I think he's just an average running back in the NFL at this point. And then Sandejo and Iloka, I think that they just had other options there that they wanted to use better. Yeah, I think, honestly, um, I kind of think that this team's going to take a step back. Like, I think what we see here is they lost a lot of their depth. Yeah. You know, so... And that was kind of like one of the more attractive things about this team. Um, they're not going to have that now. So, I mean, if you look at them, unfortunate. most of their depth that they lost was on defense in Richardson, Sandejo, and Iluka. They were ranked fourth last year in defense, right? Yeah. So, obviously, they're probably not going to finish quite there yet. Obviously, I think it's going to depend on can their pass rush continue to get home. Obviously, they weren't playing without Everson Griffin for a while. Can Harrison Smith and Xavier Rhodes, you know, still play at a high level in that secondary? Eric Hendricks and Anthony Barr, can they make plays in the middle of the field? Mm-hmm. Offensively, they rank 20th, which is very, you know, underwhelming. Because yeah, they paid the, the quarterback a lot of money. They have two good receivers. Kyle Rudolph's good. Dalvin and then they Cook. Have Dalvin Cook, yeah. I mean, I think that they need to get that running game going to help improve that offense. I think you'll see the improvement from the offense, but a decline in the defense. Yeah. I agree with that. And lastly, the Detroit Lions. Let's take a look at them. Yeah, so they were really active this offseason. Um, they signed Trey Flowers, Jesse James, Justin Coleman, Danny Amendola, and Rashawn Melvin. And they lost Ziggy Ansa, LeGarrette Blunt, and Glover Quinn. Honestly, I, I really do like what the Detroit Lions did this offseason. Yeah. They added a more consistent pass rusher in Trey Flowers compared to Ziggy Ansa, who was hurt and aging. Jesse James is a good, reliable tight end. Mm-hmm. Justin Coleman, good slot corner. And Rashawn Melvin's also a corner who's played pretty much everywhere in the league. And then Danny Amendola is going to be a wide receiver that's going to be able to be like kind of a safety blanket for Matt Stafford, mm-hmm. along with Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay on the outside. So I really do like what they did there. They also have Kerryon Johnson at running back who kind of really had a good rookie season in the NFL. They did lose like. Garrett Blunt and Glover Quinn, who were, you know, older guys who also kind of provide a little bit of leadership, but, you know, nothing too serious on their departure. And I do really like their additions. 
when you take a look at them offensively ranked 24th they've got to get better i don't know i don't understand how they have one of the better quarterbacks in the league in stafford as far as arm strength Mm -hmm. and just the ability to lead a team like especially in comebacks ranking 24th they need to they need to get better at that defensively 10th in the first year under matt patricia so that's pretty good they're probably playing sound football you know at the beginning of the year it looked pretty ugly but Mm -hmm. it definitely got better yeah, I, I actually, now that I'm like looking at a lot of their additions and departures, I think that this team might be kind of slept on because they have Darius Lay, Rashawn Melvin, and Justin Coleman, and then they have now Trey Flowers rushing the passer. Their defense is pretty solid. They added a lot of weapons around Matt Stafford on offense, and they drafted TJ Hawkinson, probably the best tight end in the draft. Yeah. Like They did a lot. Like They should be a good team this year. Yeah, they should. I mean, I think the other thing is, is can they generate – um, you know, a pass rush on the opposite side of Trey Flowers. Mm-hmm. And it I, I'm not sure who their safeties are in Detroit, but can those guys stop the ball from going over the top or come up and make plays in the run game? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I think Matt Patricia has some work to do on defense, but I think he got some players that can, you know, help him do that. Yeah. I mean, it's not like that he necessarily has to do everything in his first year. Second year is going to be an improvement based off of the guys that he added you know, this offseason. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and circle back around to the top of the Chicago Bears. What is your take on them? Um, honestly, it's just how will Trubisky improve in his third season and can they finally get a good kicker? I mean, these were really the question marks that we have for them because everyone else produces. The defense produces. The weapons do pretty well for the Bears. You know, it's obviously we know about the kick in the playoffs and can you know Trubisky faces a lot of scrutiny can he just get better exactly taking a I couldn't actually agree with you more there for taking a look at the Green Bay Packers what will the new and improved defensive unit look like and how will Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur get along I kind of just think that you know they're gonna have a new offensive philosophy as long as Rodgers kind of gets the free range to like change the play as long as it's continuously working for the betterment of the team I think that'll be okay and something that the team just needs yeah I mean a couple days ago we took a look at the AFC South preview and the Titans finished 25th on offense yeah now you know it could be Mariota maybe he's just not that great of a quarterback yeah the run game wasn't very consistent all year you know and he didn't really have the weapons so maybe with a top tier quarterback some a decent running game some good tight ends and some good receivers maybe, you know, that, that offense, offense will can, explode. Yeah. Let's go ahead and look at the Minnesota Vikings. So this year, will the Vikings be able to put out a formidable offensive line and will the defense continue to get after it? I personally think that the offensive line should get better. Maybe Billy Price kicks over to guard um, and Ragnos comes in at center. Yeah. And I, the defense, I, I think it's hard to see them really getting better. You know, like I feel like like fourth would be a ceiling for them. I still think that they have the chance to be a top 10, but I don't think they're going to be as good as they were last year. Yeah. And actually a quick note, actually it's not Frank Ragnow. It is actually Garrett Bradbury. Oh, Gary Bradbury. My so bad. sorry about that mistake, but yeah, Garrett Bradbury, he is definitely one of the better centers. I think that's going to be coming into the league and have a great career there. Um, but like you said, I think the offensive line, maybe hopefully they can be more formidable and can the defense actually, you know, can they improve? Can they get better from where they were at? All, a lot of those guys have been in that Mike Zimmer system, so they know their role in that system and how to play there. Mm-hmm. Who knows what's going to happen? And then the lastly, the Detroit Lions, 
in the year two of the Matt Patricia system, can the defense continue to improve? We kind of talked about that already. And will we see a, le- a high level of play out of Matt Stafford? I mean, honestly, he really doesn't have any like excuse, excuse at this point. Yeah. He's got two good tight ends. He's got three good receivers. He's got a good run game, and the defense hasn't improved. The coaching staff seems to be getting better there. I don't know what's going to happen. I think if we look at it, obviously the top – heavier teams are probably the Packers and Bears but the Vikings are right there with them and who knows maybe the Lions honestly I couldn't even tell you who I think is going to win this division Mm -hmm. because a couple mistakes throughout the year could really just turn the division upside down well personally I still I still have faith in the Bears and like Khalil Mack he can change a game I think the Bears win I think the Packers come in second very closely I, I think the Lions come in third. I think they have the second best quarterback in the division, even though they've been, face, you know, coming in fourth year in and year out. And then I think it's the Vikings. I don't think the Vikings are really going to be, you know, up there with those teams this year. That's going to be pretty tragic if the Vikings don't finish at least number three competing for a playoff spot. This is where I kind of do wish the NFL was a little bit more expanded. So maybe a, a third team in a division can get into the playoffs because this NFC North division is stacked Mm -hmm. anyways that is the end of this podcast we appreciate you guys for listening make sure to like comment and subscribe we'll see you guys in the next one peace